0: Hey, everyone, happy fall, and welcome back to another episode of Sex and Mom Shit. I am so happy that you guys are here. Um, Please, first, let's start with the introductions. I am Miss Little's. This is my podcast about love, sex, and motherhood. Um, Please find me on Instagram. That's ms underscore L-A-T-T-L-E-Z. Again, it's ms underscore L-A-T-T-L-E-Z. If you want me to come on and host an event or do a workshop or you're interested in having a passion party, please let me know. Um, Email me at sexandmomshit at gmail.com. Um, if you want to talk about anything, I have um, a link in my bio on Instagram. Click the link and let's schedule something and let's let's work it out. Um, I also have a Facebook group, Sex and Mom Shit on Facebook. Please find us and join the party. We would love to have you. We are always looking for new members. Um, I have a couple of uh, events coming up. Um, October 11th, I will be in Poughkeepsie, New York doing a masquerade party. Come out and uh, party with me. I'm sure I'll have something like barely, barely on, half naked, having a great time. Come out and dance with me and have drinks and let's talk sex and all everything in between. Um, That's October 11th in Poughkeepsie. The flyer is um, located on my Instagram and it's also located on my Facebook page. Um, Let's get started. Hey everyone! So, let's get started on tonight's episode. I am going to be talking about the sex expo that I attended in Brooklyn, which was amazing. Um, I went with a a co-worker of mine and we spent the weekend in Brooklyn, which was really dope. Um, It was my first time taking the train down... To the city, and I think I'll be doing that more often because driving into the city is a pain in the ass, having to figure out parking and all that shit. Nobody has time for that. So it was really cool. We stayed in a, a nice Airbnb. um I left the host of my Airbnb a sex toy and a magazine and my business card. So I hope she gets to use it. Shout out to her. Thank you for providing, a, you know, the vibes for the weekend. And um, yeah, so sex expo. Um, when I, when I got there, I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't sure of the attire. Um, I was like, do I go super sexy, like porn star sexy, or do I just dress like, is, is there's either porn star sexy or there's like homeless on the street, sweatpants and baggy clothes. There's no in between for me. I don't know how to do the in between. And oh, and I'm sorry. And then there's business casual because I have to dress business casual (laughs) for work so those are the three the three items typical items that I have in my car so it's either slutty homeless or business casual so I wasn't sure which way to go um I ended up wearing a cute little dress and a denim jacket and fishnets fishnets are officially like part of my uh wardrobe and everything I can dress it up dress it down make it sexy make it casual I love fishnets So fishnets and I had sneakers and a cute little dress and I, you know, was out there in Brooklyn exploring and having a wonderful time. Um, What I did enjoy about the expo was that there were people there from different walks of life. Um, There were people with handicaps. There were people, there were couples. Um, There were people dressed in, like, participating in cosplay. Like, it was Amazing. The energy, it was just, it was really dope. Um, It was extremely crowded. Um, So, if you're not really big on crowds, I wouldn't recommend going, but it is a two day event. Um, There were different booths from everything from um, Femdom to who contest for who gave the best blowjob. It just was amazing and um, informative. And I got a lot of really good goodies. The swag bags were dope. I got a sex toy from Satisfier, called the One Night Stand. Um, I got lots of loops, condoms, stickers, um, magazines. It was just great. It was a really great time. Um, I learned so much. I was thinking... And there were workshops. So there were different workshops. I really didn't get to sit on a lot of the workshops. But um, there were workshops and everything so... Um, I can't wait to go to Exotica at the end of October and, um, see how that, what that's like, because it's a bigger event, I believe. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited. The goal is to get to the AVN awards. That is like official like goal for me within the next year or two. But, um, yeah, sex expo, sex expo is great. Um, I recommend couples going at least once in your lifetime. Go with your friends. It was really informative. The products were great. Um, There was a guy there who had lubes. And, like, there was a bacon-flavored lube. (laughs) And so, like, he's, you know, like, he had lubes that taste like everything. And he had, like, little shots. So he poured the lube into the shot glasses. And um, you took a shot of lube. It was weird. It was really weird. But... It was dope that he, his whole business, and he, you know, he just started not that long ago, a whole business of flavored lubes, and pretty much whatever flavor you might have thought of, he'll he'll go back and try to create it, and that would be the, you know, that would be the lube that you created. Like, how amazing is that? So, he had different flavors, um, but it was just crazy that there was a bacon lube. Like, who? I don't know. First of all, I don't eat meat, so... I don't think I would want a penis that tastes like bacon. That wouldn't work for me. That wouldn't work for me. I already have issues with like funky spunk. Like, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine bacon dick. (laughs) So, yeah, that's a no for me. That was a no. For me. That bacon was a no for me. But he had different flavors, and it was it was really cool. Um, one of my homegirls was out there with the bedroom candy. Shout out to those ladies who had a booth and they were working their business. Um, so it was it was really great to see them out there. Um, I got to meet some of the the other podcasters and women who are sex coaches that I look up to on Instagram. And that was amazing. I have to admit, I was a fan. I was like, Oh my gosh, I follow you. And I've been following you for so long. And I'm really excited. So it just was really dope to meet them. Um, I definitely fanned out. I have to like try to keep my cool when I meet people that I look up to. And I'm working on it. So um, yeah, it was really cool. There was lots of different products, lots of different intimacy products and toys, vibrators, um, pasties. Um, it was, it was just really great. And it made my heart happy. It's funny. Like sex toys really like make, I'm like a kid in the candy store. It really makes me happy. Um, because it's I'm learning something new and learning something new, whether it's I'm reading a book or or if I'm experiencing experiencing it, you know, my hands-on experiencing it, it makes me happy. And I I love to expand um my mind and my thoughts and my learning a plethora of different things, whether it's sexually or whatever. It just learning makes me happy. Um so yeah, so that was that. So tonight I'm going to be doing uh I guess what Men Want kind of episode. And I have my a special guest here. His name is Derek. Say hello, Derek.
1: Hello.
0: Derek, you got to be a little bit more enthusiastic. Hello. <laughs> so, we're going to do a what. Kind of just like things that we want to know. That, um I guess, as a woman, I would want to know. um Or you ladies out there would want to know what's on a man, man's mind. So, Derek and I earlier were talking about the sex expo. And, um, we had a really, like, weird conversation. Because he said something crazy to me. Like, ah, you want to bring your main chicks to the sex expo. Now, mind you, I saw married couples there. So, he proceeded to say... What did you proceed to say, Derek?
1: I mean, I don't remember what I don't recall earlier. Um, I was just trying to say that, um... They were pretty much faking it to make it in terms of, um, a guy bringing a the girl there, it really wasn't his main chick. And he was, he's cheating anyway. That's what I pretty he mean. was basically
0: trying to say that like men don't bring their, their main chick to the sex expo, that it was probably a side chick and that they were probably cheating. Now, I believe that, especially when you've been married or with somebody for an extremely long period of time, I believe in finding ways to spice things up. Not necessarily saying um, whatever, however that may be. So for him to say that, oh, that's not the main chick, or they cheating, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think when you're married for a certain amount of time, especially like, I know I'm like all sex talk, and like y'all probably think I'm like the ho hoody de- is ho, a ho, a ho. But, <laughs> but... In the Bible, it does say the married, marital bed is what? Undefiled, correct? So you're supposed to be able to do things, all those nasty things with your partner because you're married, correct? That's what it says in the Bible. If, 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 if I'm wrong, y'all can let me know I'm wrong, but that's what it, you're supposed to be able to do different things with your partner. You're, it's free, you're, you, you should be free to explore yourself sexually with your partner because you are married, correct? Am I wrong?
1: No, I mean I don't disagree. I agree. With okay,
0: you. so, um, I don't see anything wrong with bring, bringing your spouse to the sex expo. That's just, it's like, why not? You're learning. You're checking out the new products, things that you might want to try into, try to bring into your bedroom. Um, you're starting a it's a conversation starter. Like, yes, babe, you know what? Like, let's try this um this new toy or a new vibrator or, or let's try this new cock ring and see how that works for us. I think that, um, you want to start the dialect and I feel like the sex expo as a couple would be a great way to start the dialect on and introducing some products into your bedroom.
1: I agree with you, but, um, a lot of guys like to honestly do that with the side chick. In terms okay. Of, so, like, but more. I,
0: I, I think that's, I think that's a fucked up way of thinking. I no, think that's not. a fucked up way of thinking. So, so you'll do all the nasty, freaky shit with your side chick, but not your main chick.
1: Most of the time, that's the way. It no, but
0: well, what For if your main time. chick gets into all the freaky shit too? But so, most of the
1: time, I mean, I mean, it depends on
0: But is it, does it does it change the is it do they is it change the way a man looks at a woman? Like, if you do nasty, freaky shit with your wife, are you like, oh, this hoe is nasty. I shouldn't have married her.
1: I can say that. I mean, it depends what she does. Like, I mean, obviously, you're not going to freaking, you know, you may not come on your wife's face, or you may not want your wife to give you oral sex. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't want my wife, I want my wife to do it, but some guys don't like that. They'd rather get it for their side chick.
0: That's the, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard.
1: It is, but, I mean, it's, it's a weird philosophy, but some guys, they rather do the nasty, nasty shit with, that side chick instead of the main girl. I mean, I'm not trying to say every guy, I'm not speaking for every guy, but I'm saying some guys may prefer to do certain stuff with their side chicks instead of their regular main chick.
0: Well, then, if you if you have to do all that, then why be in a committed relationship as a guy, as a man? Why would you, why would you want to be in a committed relationship with anybody? Then, then why don't you just not be married and do whole shit with whoever you want to do it with?
1: I mean, but most guys try to marry somebody similar to their mom, so. Like I'm not. That's trying some to say Oedip- that. that's
0: some Oedipus complex, complex shit right but, there. But I mean,
1: you want the girl to take care of you in terms of doing your laundry. You know, oh no, you, know, you no you, no you no. Know, you
0: want that girl? No you know. no no. Okay, can you we know. can we not go back to the fifties? Like, okay, I, now don't get me wrong. If I love my man, I'm gonna cook for him. I'm gonna do his laundry. I'm gonna clean his house and all that, but I'm not obligated to do it. That's just my way of showing that I care. If you working, if you're busting your ass and going out there and doing what you have to do to to provide for our family, then I have no problem as your partner taking care of the home front. I get that. Don't to make it sound like a bitch is obligated to do shit, 'cause she's not obligated to do shit. But go ahead, finish talking. I'm
1: not saying she's obligated, but I mean, that's one of her responsibilities besides...
0: Uh, that's one of her, <laughs> her <laughs> responsibilities. Besides, besides
1: about, you know, sex, obviously, but... Um, that's
0: one of her responsibilities? That's the most, like, e- male chauvinistic shit I've ever heard in my life. Do you realize that? Do you realize that?
1: Yeah, maybe to you, but to me, this seems like normal. This, this is just normal life. That's way it should be. If I'm working, she needs to have food prepared, the kids ready to go to school. And that pussy better be ready so. That's how I feel.
0: You're an you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. You're an asshole. So what are you asking for? You're what what you're asking you what about if I had a bad day or a tough day at work or with the kids. I'm still supposed to have all that stuff done for you? Am I supposed to just put up with it? I'm supposed to just what? Like what I mean, if I'm helping my woman
1: though? What I what mean, what I if
0: what if, what if what if she's not in the mood for it? What if she's not in the mood to cook?
1: So if I was in the mood for working then who would pay the bills then? Like I mean, I can't use that as an excuse. So we gotta take care of what we gotta take care of in life. Mm mm. You, know, you can't take a day off. If I take a day off, two days off from work, then I'm missing those two days of pay. So I build up to get paid. So what do I do then? So so, like,
0: I, so pussy is a as a currency. That's what you're saying. So if since you work all day, I'm I'm supposed to be paying you with pussy. Well,
1: i do not say that I mean, well, You're obligated to give it to me. You know when I would like it. So I don't go out there and go find something else. Men so. will
0: go out there and find something, whether they're get, whether they're getting it all the time or they're not getting it at all. So we can't, of course, of course, you can't, you true. can't say that because I've I've dealt with men who have live live in girlfriends and are getting it consistently and still be trying to hook up with me. So that I don't think that's men are greedy. I mean,
1: we are man. I'll, I'll, men are I'm greedy. Agree, disagree with that. Men are
0: greedy. Y'all are definitely greedy.
1: I would disagree with that.
0: It's like, never satisfied with anything.
1: No, no, you're right. But me, personally, I could be with one woman. That's just the way I am. That's the way I would go. But, you know that?
0: Now, what makes you different from the other the other men who are out here just, you know?
1: No, Well, I mean, I dealt with it. So, I did my own thing. I mean, I, I lived the life of running the streets and sleeping with different random chicks and Eventually, just got boring to me. I just wanted to find that one woman that would be that one woman for me. So you just get tired of it eventually, you know. You want somebody to go go home to. You want somebody that cooks for you, you know. You just oh, want so to you can
0: you can cook a meal. I mean, of course
1: I can cook a meal. I mean, so why I have can't you cook to, for her some time? So why I why can't
0: why can't you learn why can't why can't you cook her a meal?
1: She did show me how to cook. Though,
0: but what I'm saying why can't you cook a meal? I
1: could, but. I'm just trying to say it's I'm just talking just what I'm looking for and what Okay. I'm stop I'm gonna stop stopped, cutting you off. Go ahead. Why I stopped um doing my thing. I just feel like, you know, it gets boring after a while of just doing it and doing it and mistreating a woman, you just want that that one that I'm not saying it's yours, you just want a partnership.
0: Dating sucks. It does. Dating sucks. There really isn't anything. Um, I just recently got back on Tinder and, um, it's the same shit, different day. Um, a lot of hay in, in the inbox, um, Instagram, a lot of hay in the inbox, um, and a lot of roll, eye rolling for me. Cause
1: it gets the lack of communication with these kids nowadays. They don't really go out to actually meet people. Everything is social media. So it's instant mm-hmm. messenger or well there's no instant messenger anymore
0: well I'm I mean I'm in my 30s so I'm not really talking to kids these are grown ass men and um I'm tired of being haid hey haid to death Hey, is for horses that's what I tell my students Hey, is for horses don't haid me or W-Y-D do you W-Y-D bitches (laughs) do you W-Y-D girls I don't know what it is. So, W-Y-D, under- what you doing? I, I, you have, right? I have, I have. I had to. Hey, W-Y-D. So the fact that you just said hey, right, then you couldn't even say, what are you doing? You put W-Y-D. That just shows me that you're lazy and mentally um unable to form a sentence.
1: You could just be cutting and pasting. You
0: know? I just. I just feel like, yes, dating is difficult because of partly because of social media. people aren't having conversations anymore. people are just texting all day. I've missed the days of being able to sit on the phone all night and talk to somebody and exchange ideas and um hear their voice. It's when you can talk to somebody, it's more intimate when you're texting, things get lost in translation um there's error spell check errors and it's different things that can just get twisted when you when you aren't able to physically you know you can hear somebody
1: no I agree with you because I have made the mistake of accidentally writing something that came out the wrong way and I'm pretty much got judged on the mistake I made you know by writing the wrong thing on a text message years ago
0: so what's your ideal date
1: Date night. Uh, do you want me to answer that honestly? Yeah. Or? That's no, what I'm just, asking um, just typical night is just um, you know, going out, you know, going out to dinner, um buying her her or him for certain people, but not for me. Buying her a drink, you know, food. Um, pretty much it's not I'm not trying to get down to the panties. I'm honestly just trying to meet her and trying to find out what kind of person she is.
0: Now, you know there are men out here who figure that since they buy you a dinner, buy you dinner and a drink, that they're automatic obligated, excuse me, automatically obligated to get them drawers.
1: Of, of course. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to say that won't happen eventually, but I'd rather not make it seem that way so then it eventually could happen for me. But, I mean, I'm not trying to rush to get that right away. I'm just trying to see how she is. And then eventually, if it gets to that point, it gets to that point. But so the guys aren't trying to... So
0: how do you feel about splitting the tab on the first date?
1: I don't have no problem paying the bill. I just feel like it's it's traditional for a man to pay the bill. Like, I mean, if the woman wants to, because I have had women that, like, you know, I have, I work for a living, I could pay for my own bill. I have had them put the bill with me or actually pay for my bill. But that's what they want to do. Like, I actually had a woman pay for my... Movies when we went to the movies, cause that's what they wanted to do. Usually, I pay all the time, but I have had women that are like, nah, you waste so much money on me. I got you, baby, and then I actually
0: paid the bill. That's different. I just I feel like as far as that the first date, and I'm really I am completely old school. If the first date, um I'll bring my money on the first date just in case, but um I will like the person who takes me out on the date to to pay for my for my date, for the date. and that's the thing Like, I'm not to me a perfect date doesn't have to be dinner and drinks a perfect date could be a cup of coffee sitting on a bench just talking Um, a picnic Um, a walk in the park stuff like that I'm cool with that first dates to me aren't going straight to the hotel don't don't (laughs) don't do it don't do it Um, movies are great you know, let's sit and watch a movie. And then we can go out and sit and have a drink and talk about our thoughts about the movie. After. Um, clubs are kind of difficult to um, take go out on a first date. Because I would never
1: take a girl to a club on the first date. Because I mean, you can't not, talk. You, you're not going to be able to talk. It's not actually a date. dating place. It's not a good place to find a date or find something to be with. And it's not a good place to take a date.
0: There are people who found love in a club. Usher and, and Beyonce come yeah. on Usher and Beyonce did it
1: and did that relationship last?
0: they weren't really together it's just a song but it's, it's unbelievable
1: oh I don't believe that it's hard because that person always stays in the club so that man or that female may get upset so at why that can't they club together? The club. I mean it's,
0: it's like the, it's like the couple that plays together stays together
1: yeah, it's supposed to be I just don't see it happen eventually eventually get tired of it Eventually yes, eventually, yourself.
0: eventually. Yes, everybody gets tired of going out to clubs. I feel like um, when I find myself going out to bars and stuff like that, I'm really now I'm more of a bar kind of person. I'm not a club or lounge person. I'd rather go to a bar, watch, have a drink, watch TV, and talk with somebody, or a bar and do. I just did karaoke recently, um, stuff like that. I'm really not a because I don't like. I have to be in the mood to dance for one um clubs get really crowded. I don't like people bumping into me. Um it's just weird. And nowadays you have to be so careful with all the madness that's going on in the world with going out to clubs and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So I saw a meme recently. It said lying for lying for sex is rape. What do you think about that? Lying on, lying to get sex. Is considered rape.
1: How is that? So if I tell a woman she's beautiful and she's really not, and then I sleep with her, that's raping her. No, I'm just using that as an example. That's not like that's
0: a terrible. That's a terrible terrible. example.
1: How is that the fact? Because I mean, that's because there
0: are other lies that men say to get sex. Like, oh, I'm not married. Oh, she's just a friend. Oh, I live alone. I don't know that woman.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's not rape. I mean, it's just the same things Like, um, females do like, um, you know, gold digging, for example. Like, so a female may not be into a guy, but she may be dating a guy for money. So I don't see that as being rape. It's, you know, I don't see that. Lying. What was it again? Lying.
0: Lying to get sex is rape. Nah, no way. There's no, there's but we there. have to think about the lies that men say. What kind of lies do do your do your do your gender, you know, engage in? Does your you're like, besides... tell you like besides
1: all the secrets? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. like I, I know I've done my share. You the have, but... you're the
0: only one. I love you.
1: Okay, I love you. That's like probably like the biggest lie in the world. But it's never true. It may be true to that one girl, but it's. We don't really say I love you. If we do, then it's...
0: Now, speaking of love, I read somewhere that it said men fall in love three times in their lifetime.
1: That could be true. I want to say mom should be the first one, obviously. Daughter is definitely in there. If you have a daughter, you know, even if it was a trans, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to use that, but if you have a daughter, definitely... And obviously your wife, you know? But, I mean, that's if you find that person. So, three times right there.
0: It's but if you don't have a daughter. So, then you would only have two loves? Yeah, I, a I feel...
1: Dog or no, like that,
0: right? no. I feel like... I feel like maybe... Which is sad, but I get it because I can honestly say I've probably been in love a handful of times in my lifetime also, which is probably weird for a woman because women tend to be more emotionally emotionally driven... Um, but um, I can say I've had about three, like not including my children. Like I'm talking about romantic love. I could say about three, three loves in my lifetime. What do you think? How many have you had?
1: I'm still counting. Uh, maybe like um, I want to say two or three. I mean, I could. I'll, I'll it's like your your on.
0: first your first love, your puppy love, right? I
1: mean, I had a first love, but then at the same time, I mean, once I did what I did and I got with the second one, then the first love was over, so I don't know if it was really love or if it was just a factuation at the time, so I don't really know. So, I'd say three. Because my daughter is hard or so no matter what, but I'd say three. My mom, my daughter.
0: So, yeah. And that's Another. I just, um, I don't know. Like, that's, that's kind of sad for, so, like, that means all, let's think about it. So, that means all the women that men have said, I love you too, right? (laughs) Right? Probably didn't, they really didn't love them that it was just infatuation. And let's be real, what is love, really, but more than a chemical reaction to something?
1: I don't know, because a lot of of times people mix up lust with love, and I think love is just like, like you'll do anything for that person, so like, like say a wife for instance or my daughter, I'm going to do anything for them, I'll catch a bullet for them, you know, I'll do anything for her, anything that she wants, I'll try to get done, so people get it confused sometimes, when they get that connection, they confuse lust with love and that passionate sex and the honeymooning stage of marriage, that shit doesn't last forever. So I don't know how to explain it, but that honeymooning shit pretty much goes out the window. And now the other love where you just you ride or die, you do anything for that person. That person needs a ride. That person needs food. That person needs a liver or kidney, whatever you will give that person that. That body part. I mean, obviously not liver, but like a kidney or something like that. it will just take care of that person. So, that's the only way I could, you know, explain in my my way. But
0: I feel like um, love and marriage is completely different for this generation than, let's say, our grandparents and even our parents. I, I don't know. I feel like the idea of marriage changed completely with maybe, like, I'd say, like, my parents' generation. Um, my grandparents were married until the day my grandfather passed away. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, and I, you know, and I'm sure my grandmother, she went through some stuff with my grandfather. I'm sure she did put up with some stuff. So, like, is, are women not putting up with as much? Like, is marriage, marriage looks different now. No, I think think most things
1: because um, women have... I want to say they have more rights, more power. So, like, they're allowed to do more stuff. In the past, women weren't really able to work, and they actually took a lot of abuse from guys. So, nowadays, women have more rights. You see more CEOs, more managers, more people in power that are women. So, I think...
0: So, women, we're out here, you know, we're out here doing shit. Yeah, I agree with that. But... Um, the idea of, cause I think I posted in the Facebook group about women submitting to their, um, their partners now. Um, and I am hashtag black, black women do submit. That is my, my hat. Black women do submit. Um, because as a, a woman of color, we do get the, the label of not being, not being able to su- submit to our partners or being really having the attitude of being the angry black woman. It's freaking true, no, it's like, not true
1: in the way it is. Trust me,
0: no, yes, we we black women we are very um difficult, not difficult
1: sometimes. Yeah,
0: no, we we are conditioned for our surroundings, we are conditioned for the world that we live in. We the way that we are, we have to be that way because we have it tough.
1: I mean, that's why you guys are becoming extinct when it comes to black men trying to be with you. So, that's the way I'm just going to put it. I mean, because yes and no, I want to say yes, you got the condition that way. But then at the same time, it makes it hard for a black man to have a relationship with a black woman.
0: And it makes it hard for a black woman to have a relationship with a black man.
1: Black men don't want to work anymore. I mean, I work, but I mean, it's like these young dudes don't want to work anyway. They just want to play video games all day and, you know, talk about some app called Amino or freaking talk about Dragon Ball Z. But at the same time, I mean, women are difficult. I mean, black women are difficult. I mean, I'd rather just, sometimes it just, Kind of regret that I went in the path that I did and started to date date a black woman and getting married to a black woman. That's all I have to say.
0: No, you. you. If you're gonna make a statement like that, then you have to you have to explain that.
1: I'm just saying it's just it's, it's a difficult process. I mean, like it would have been easier just to get with a white woman and not to struggle as much, and she would have just submitted completely to me, and I wouldn't have had to struggle as much in terms of me. Get in my way.
0: So you're saying white women are weak mind, are weak minded.
1: They're 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 taught to be. They're taught to be submissive to their to their men. I mean, by birth in terms of playing with dolls and. Um,
0: Black women play with dolls.
1: Yes, but I mean, like you know, they're they're kind of trained in that kind of that kind of way. Like I mean. As kids, we're actually trained to be what we're going to be. I mean, I think it's okay for boys to play with dolls sometimes. That's so a whole that, nother
0: conversation. But please continue on the um, where you're going with this conversation.
1: It's just easier for white women. But that's all I'm trying to say. It's easier. They're, they're more submissive and... You know, it's like, I'm not going to say that a white woman's going to cater more to a black guy, but they're just more... You just don't have to deal with so much shit, babe. You know, sometimes you get tired of dealing with shit. Like, I mean, maybe you can make my food. you know, that's all. Give me some sex. Make it easy for me. I just don't want to sit there and struggle and go back and forth. Dudes don't want to argue. We just want it to be easy. You know, I come home, I'm working, I come home, just make it easy for me, you know. Like, I mean, be honest with you, it's not even white women, because I can see Japanese women. They'll do everything for you. I mean, me going to Japan, I know these chicks to wash your feet when you come home. They'll rub your back. They'll pretty much do anything that you need. I mean, they'll have your meal cooked already, but they'll do everything you need. And they take care of them, man. They're very submissive. They love you. Okay, the there's a difference
0: between being very submissive to a man who is doing what he's supposed to do as a partner um but let's be real, a lot of women of color don't have that. our men are failing us
1: yeah, i mean you're right and so I so, think- so
0: so so with that being said, we have to become the heads of our households we have to become more take cuz women we have masculine and feminine feminine energy so we have to lean more on our masculinity and take charge of our household does that mean we are unable to be feminine and soft no we're just not allowed to do such so for you to say for you to say that like let's be honest a lot of us are raised by single parents single mothers we've seen it seen how we have to You know, like how as a woman, you have to do it all. So we're accustomed and we're being brought up to be strong, independent women. As a child, I was told to be, I wasn't told how to be a wife. I was told how to be able to stand on my own two feet, think for myself, make my own money, sign my own check, and then raise my children if I had any. That's the way I was raised. So... Let's that's, we're we're failing at black men and black women. We are failing each other. So for you to say that another race is being—that's their their white people. They got privilege. They they don't have to worry about the shit that we got to worry about as people of color.
1: Yeah, you're very right with that. You're very right with that. But then at the same token, you know I just feel as a black. Man, so as
0: I'm not finished, sir. <laughs> so as I was saying, black women do submit, but. As a black woman, I'm going to submit to my partner who has my back, who takes care of the household, who has his common goals that that, you know, like that I have in mind, um, who supports me at the same way I support him. Then at that point, I don't mind bending over backwards for you. I don't mind giving you a back massage. I don't mind washing your nasty, stinky feet if it needs to be done. But you have you have to show me that you are worthy and that's the thing. You have to be worthy. Submission is something that is deserved. It is you have to earn someone's sub like submission. Which you were just talking about. That's a slave.
1: And yeah, to a certain extent, but now if I give you my last name, then I think you should be willing to do that already. But honestly I'm joking, but um
0: No no, because you I could have your last name and you could be a piece of shit husband.
1: You're right. You're right. But I mean, at the same time like it's so much harder work with a black woman than it is with other women. Other women of other races. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, that's where it's saying. But I love black women, so...
0: <laughs> How can you make a statement like that and then say you love black women? My mom
1: is black, so I love, I love black women. That's the only thing I dated black women. But I'm saying they are difficult... And I like to too no with it
0: sounds no it doesn't- it doesn't sound like black women are difficult for weak men. if you're a weak man, then you can say black women are difficult and uh, i'm a and then I'm gonna leave it at that for a weak man, yes, we are too much if you're weak you don't you don't deserve us then, and I'm gonna leave it at that, so that was a little banter between Derek and I um derek thank you so much for for uh your your input definitely miss littles and um we'll hopefully we'll see how people feel about your comments and see if we'll have you back on the show because you really tried it brother man you really tried I it <laughs> all right y'all hey there lovers and friends Are you looking to love organically, purely, deeply, and boldly? I want you to come on over to OrganicLovin.com. That's www.OrganicLovin.com and check out the great products that they have. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Tell them, Miss Littles, sent you. Have fun. Happy coming. Okay, so your girl is back on the dating scene or dating prowl or whatever you want to call it. I have officially joined Tinder again, and it's only been about a week. Um, I noticed I'm really bad at answering messages, and I get bored extremely easily because I am one who craves mental stimulation. And I don't like small talk. Um and I'm not saying like right off the bat, let's talk about the universe, the stars, and all the religion and politics and all that stuff. But um you have to be able to hold a conversation with me. Um so yes, Tinder. I am back on Tinder. I haven't gone on any Tinder dates. Um now that I'm living in this plethora of um dating men and women. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what um what lies ahead of me. Uh Tinder is definitely a hookup app. And I'm, I'm really not looking to hook up. So this is gonna be interesting because I'm not having sex with anyone right now. Um so this is gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. Um what I am noticing about being on Tinder, it's a lot of, oh, hey, uh, um, what brings you on here? Like, bro, the same thing that brings your ass on here. <laughs> like, that's why I'm on Tinder. The same reason why you're on Tinder. Um, you're probably looking for a hookup. I mean, I'm, unfortunately, I have to say I'm not looking for a hookup right now. Um, I'm just looking for a vibe. That's all I say. I am looking for a vibe. I'm looking for somebody that I can chill with, that I can hang out with. Um. And have a great time with, and if it leads to something physically eventually, then so be it. Um, but I'm in no hurry. I'm really enjoying this this period of self discovery for myself and getting to know myself and my body and the things that I like, um, and not being stigmatized by some some man with a penis. Well, clearly, you know, I guess men have penises, duh. Usually, most most of the time. Most of the time men have penises. Unless, you know. But most of the time. Um, <laughs> so I'm in this time. Just enjoying myself. And um. Do I crave. The. The time. Being spent with somebody else. Or um. That touch from another person. Yes. I do but I feel like the past two years now almost that I've experienced um I have spent the time giving myself to people who for one weren't even worthy of my of of receiving me um two um it's just a lot of the time it was just something to do and And it it being something to do and also knowing that um, things would never go anywhere with whoever the person was at that time. Um, And I feel like I didn't start off the year like that. I feel like I started it off saying that, oh, you, you know, like before before 2018 even started, I started off the year saying like I was on a dick class and I was really working on myself, getting myself together. I was focused. Then the bitch got stigmatized, and then then it was playing catch up to, to whatever and trying to fill that space. So the same way I spent a year of just like randomness, I am spending almost a year of reconnecting with myself and reconnecting with my pussy because there has been a disconnect. Um... And I don't know if you guys know what I mean when I say the disconnect that you can feel with. I mean, yes, your, your pussy is there. You know it's there. But that spiritual connection is not there. And um, I'm just trying to build and heal and reconnect with my pussy. Because my pussy has always been my best friend. It's my favorite part of my body. It's always been my favorite part of my body. For as long as I can remember, it's always been me and my pussy. Just like me and my buddy, it was me and my pussy. So this is what I'm doing. I am spending time with my pussy and getting to know her and um asking her to forgive me for the stupid, fucked up decisions that my heart has put us into. And um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, yes, I am back on Tinder, so I'm back in the dating pool. And let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. I might just end up hooking back up with my baby daddy and next thing you know, I'll be posting like, Oh we getting married <laughs> I'm we about to do this. I'm jumping up room, y'all. So yeah, I don't know what I'm really at this point I'm just going with the flow. Um and, and I'm just seeing where the universe leads me. Um But um even with that, um I am Reconnecting and rebuilding with my children's father and trying to figure out um who I am and speaking my love language and hoping that he understands my love language um he's not getting it, but we're working on it, so we'll see how this goes, but I am dating so um which is saying a lot because I wasn't most of the year I wasn't really dating anyone um I wasn't you know answering no text messages, no dms, no all that you know so i am I am back on the scene. Um, our bitch is out here looking cute, and she' ready. <laughs> all right, so it is now October. It is fall, and all things are changing. We are preparing for the winter. I love this time of year because it's all about transformation and transforming. And I'm a Scorpio and that's what I live for. So in the spirit of transforming and getting rid of the old and shedding a lot of excess and getting rid of things and things dying and becoming new again, I am going to do a detox. So I am going to be hosting a fall detox for anybody who's interested in joining me. Um, I found a young lady online who does natural juices and she is in my area. Um, I will be posting her menu in the Facebook group um, of the juices that she provides they're all natural they're vegan and I'm excited I can't wait to start jumpstart this detox and then I'm continuing the month October I will be doing it works they have a red it's a powder it's called reds it's a powder you put in your water shake it up and you drink it so I'll be doing that my plan is to cut out my caffeine and I love my cup of coffee and my iced tea But it's not good for my body um, at all. Um, I'm trying to also cut out my breads, my cakes, my rice, um, my processed food, and my alcohol. And that's going to make me sad because I do love a a wonderful glass of wine. Um, But because I do have an um, autoimmune disease, I have to be careful and I have to really take care of my body. And um, Because I have to be here for my kids. So that is how I am self caring the month of October. And I would love it if everybody else would join me in any way possible. Let's spiritually, physically, mentally get ourselves together um, so that by the time, you know, well, for me, my birthday is in November and I'm trying to just bring in 35 with a whole new mindset and just continue. I spent a whole year mentally healing and trying to recover from 2018 and the things that I've experienced and um I want 35 to be a brand to be a brand new start for me. So um the month of October I am detoxing. I am detoxing for my health, I am detoxing for spiritual, spiritual needs, mental. I will be meditating more. My plan is to meditate every day to block out um, as much negativity as possible. And I am one who's always online because my business is online. I am constantly promoting and constantly um, providing content. I will be disconnecting um, for a couple of hours during the week from social media because I just need to spend that time with myself and journaling. So I am going to be going on this, this journey and I can't wait to share it with you all. And I hope you all join me on this. Um, fall detox and fall detox and rejuvenation um even my my vagina will be getting a a a reboot um that scorpio energy this it's really intoxicating and increases my sensuality already so i'm just trying to make sure kitty is in top tape top tip shape for this next level of whatever 35 um 35 has for her um, I will love to eventually start IVF, um, and conceiving my last and final child. It's been on my heart, and, um, I'm just trying to get my body in shape and ready for whatever 35, um, because whatever 30, 35 has in store for me. So, join me, and I'll post all the information in the Facebook group on the juices, um, what I'll be cutting out, um. I'm already semi, I'm pescatarian. So I'm gonna try to also limit my fish, my seafood intake because of the mercury and whatnot. And I'm just trying to regroup, get my skin together, and drink more water, eat more fruits and vegetables. So this week I definitely spent um this weekend, I spent eating macaroni and cheese, which is my favorite. So um I've been detoxing. So starting the first. I will begin this journey. So I will be a bitch. I will be sad, but my skin will be looking good, and I bitch may lose a pound or two. So (laughs) join me, and yeah, that's how I'm detox. That's how I'm detoxing, loving myself, and trying to live my best life. Cause 35, I I mean, I'm like fine. Why I just get better with time. So that's how I'm self-caring. What are you doing in self care? Yeah. All right, everyone, this is the part of the show where I have to say goodbye. Until next time, thank you all for tuning in. To sex and mom shit with me Miss Littles um, If you are interested in getting a sex and mom shit Tea it's available now I'm so excited um, So if you're interested in merchandise Please email me at sexandmomshit At gmail.com Again that's sexandmomshit At gmail.com um, If you're interested in any of my toys Or my products um, Feel free to hit me up on Instagram Hit the link and um, shop with me let's, let's make sure you guys are coming continuously organically and enjoying yourselves um so yeah please hit me up for those products and if you're interested in having me come out to a workshop workshop you can email me um or send me a message you're also able to call me so i have that available now on my link so if you want to chat Everything is on my IG, so just go to my Instagram, y'all. It's M-S underscore L-I-T-T-L-E-Z, and I will love to talk to you all and find out what's going on, and um, until next time, like, October is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. There's some great things coming on the horizon, so stay tuned, and thank you all again. Please like, share, subscribe to this podcast, and happy coming. Peace.